Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight God's activity. We want to celebrate his grace. This morning, we have the privilege of hearing from Susie Marson and her connection with Created. So here's Susie. Many, if not most of you, know of the Reese's Pieces bit in the story of E.T. If not, here's a quick overview. Basically, there's an alien named E.T. and a boy named Elliot who is drawing the alien to himself using a trail of Reese's Pieces, which the alien sees and cannot resist to follow. Of course, the pieces ultimately bring E.T. to the boy, and the two are united in a beautiful adventure that ties their hearts together in love. Over a year ago, Christmas 2021, Local Church's created team began a strip club outreach right here in St. Pete. Since then, our team has built relationships with the owners, the managers, the bouncers, the DJs, and the girls of seven clubs. During our January 2022 outreach, I'm sorry, January 2023 outreach, we experienced a special kind of harvest, a Reese's Pieces kind of adventure. Here's an overview of how God revealed pieces of himself leading us to rejoice in a special way at the revelation of being united in love with one another and those we are serving in some of the darkest places in St. Pete. The first club we visited is one that welcomes us with open arms every time we enter. The girls are always happy to see us, and we have had some amazing times of prayer in the dressing room with the girls. However, markedly, the DJs and the door guys are exceedingly excited to see us. In this particular club, they look for us to bring chocolate, and as they follow us in, we hear things like, the church ladies are here. This past, this past outreach, I was reminded of how remarkable God is to use even a piece of chocolate to remind people of the reality of himself. The second club we visit, the manager will not let us back to see the girls in the dressing room. However, because of this, we have built a caring relationship with this particular manager. Every time we enter the doors, he greets us. He does not eat sugar, so this last visit, we brought him some hummus and pretzels. He put that hummus under his arm and told us how thankful he was for the healthy snack. Then, as usual, he told us how many gift bags he would need for the number of girls working that night. He never fails to take created gift bags for the girls. Our team noticed this visit that he was limping, and we came to find out that he had had surgery for an abscess in his hip. We asked if we could pray for him, and he said yes. So our team was able to stand right there at the door and pray for him. This was yet another reminder that all the pieces of time we had spent there at that door with him before led us to the place where we could share in a beautiful moment of Jesus bringing the light of the reality of himself to all of us. The third club we visited on January 20th began with an interaction in the parking lot. A man named Mike was playing his electric guitar and asked our team what we were doing there. Are you guys here for the food truck, he asked? No, he answered. We are, church later. we are the church ladies here to love on the ladies in the club. Side note, we have begun to call ourselves the church ladies because this is what most clubs have named us over the months. The DJs will sometimes even announce us over the microphone as we enter the club. Mike was amazed at this. He couldn't believe that people who claimed to know Jesus would ever even enter a strip club, perhaps maybe to judge, but never to love. He prayed for us right there in the parking lot. He also asked us to pray for him as he is seeking freedom from addiction. This was our first Reese's piece in a trail of many at this club. The second piece was revealed to us as we entered one of the massage parlors, which is part of this particular club and acts as a modern-day brothel. Here we leave gifts each week on what appears to be a waiting room table. We normally don't have interactions with the the women in the parlors as the doors are closed and locked. 
However, we left our usual gifts on the table, and lo and behold, on that very table, we saw one of the life books by Campus Crusade for Life we left in December, sitting there like a city on a hill. I believe with all of my heart that they had put it that they had put it out as a reminder to us that they are receiving our gifts and their reception of them is not in vain. Then we entered the club itself. We took our gifts straight to the back and entered the dressing room where we had had a conversation with the house mom, who with every visit seems to be more and more open with us. This past outreach, she revealed to our team that she was having a biopsy. We asked her if we could pray for her and she said yes. As we did, tears filled her eyes. This final piece of the journey brought us to see the heart of Jesus moving in a heart that we have so longed to see moved by God's love. As we arrived at the fourth club, we were greeted with a surprise straight from Jesus. The club was not only closed, but up for sale. We rejoice in this because one of our prayers as we go out is, Lord, put us out of our ministry. And for two months now, the fourth club has been closed and up for sale. We pray whoever buys it will not renew it as a strip club, but as a place where people can come to worship the Lord. The fifth club we visit is unique in that the owner and manager are both women who literally lead us back to the dressing room so that we can pray with the girls each time we come. The manager and owner will not take gift bags because they want to make sure that there are plenty for the girls. This past outreach, we thought we were in trouble with the club for sharing too much Jesus when they urgently ushered us back to the office to talk with us. Instead, they asked for our numbers in our local church and created contact information because the girls need us and all of their many difficulties they experience. It was more or less a where-have-you-been kind of meeting and how can we get in touch with you when we need you again. They are following the trail we have been leaving behind this past year, and the reality of Jesus seems to be getting clearer and clearer to these women and to us as we serve and experience all the many ways God's light is being revealed in the darkness. Upon arriving at the sixth club, we realized it was closed. No for sale signs, but it is not normal for a club to have its doors locked and lights off at the time our outreach takes place. In the past year, this has actually never happened. However, the sixth club was completely dark and the doors were locked. Finally, when we arrived at the seventh club, like the fourth, we were, we were greeted with an excitable surprise. It was closed and dark. Not only that, a big fat for sale sign stood before it. We rejoice knowing that with Christ, all things are possible. This is his work, and he is working. We also prayed once again, Lord, put us out of our ministry, and let all the people who serve here know your love, see you, and follow you instead. And our prayer, and our prayer is, as always, that the irresistible pieces of this journey would lead those this ministry touches straight to the reality of Jesus and his unconditional love.